Hi, and welcome to That's Myrony Podcast. My name's Alicia Myronic, and I am your host and creator of this fun new concept. But first, what exactly is Myrony? Well, Myrony, or my irony, are those crazy coincidences that happen in life that you just can't explain. It's also another word for sign or synchronicity. We've all experienced these throughout our lives. But what if you started paying closer attention to your myronies? What if you started connecting the dots, or as I like to say, follow the spiritual breadcrumbs that could have an impact so big that it changes your life forever, not to mention the lives of others. Now that's myrony. everyone, welcome back to That's Myrony Podcast. This episode is going to be a little different because if you've listened to past ones, I usually have guests that I love interviewing and discovering their myronies. However, just recently, I was intuitively guided to share my full spiritual backstory in episodes 57, 58, and 59, which, spoiler alert, if you haven't listened, I talk about how I have been given the message that I, along with others, are meant to win the lottery, which I believe very strongly it's going to be through the Powerball jackpot, and I will share why I believe that a little bit later. Now, you may or may not have heard my last fabulous guest, speaker, author, and self-mastery mentor, Nicole Crowley's interview, which was episode 61. So if you haven't and want to listen to that first, please do, because it also connects to this episode. So again, to get my full Myronic story, if you haven't, please listen to episode one, which shares how I first came up with Myrony, and also how when you discover Myrony, you can tap into your inner superpower. Also, episode 57, 58, 59, which was part one through three of my Myronic spiritual story. And finally, episode 61 which explains how there is an energy being created to help manifest the miracle of winning the lottery. Now that I got that out of the way, for those that have listened to these other episodes, I want to go into a much deeper explanation as to why I believe I finally figured out the date we are meant to win. I cannot even express how many tickets have been bought over the years and are way more than I would like to admit. But again, when you have an experience like I did, and then other people who do not know each other all are also being guided by receiving six numbers that fall into the category of lottery numbers. And at times, there were numbers included as part of the channeled messages. I don't know about you, but it makes me say to myself, why would all this be happening unless it is actually true? So I am continuing to believe this is a matter of when and not if. And today I'm going to share with you why I believe the date for this modern day miracle is going to happen and is set for November 17th, 2021. Now, I have to take you back to what was happening on November 16th, 2016. So at this point, Allie had been receiving channeled messages for about three months. Again, the first one that ever came out was on August 20th, 2016. And the message was, one foot leads straight, the other is misguided. Both are necessary and will always be present. Make sure to follow the straight foot because it is the fastest path to your destiny. 
So on November 16th of 2016, I was flying back from Boston after visiting a family member and on this flight back to San Jose where I still live. I wrote this chapter for my future memoir, which I would now like to share with you so you can understand how this all ties together to even this moment in time. I actually wrote this as the last chapter since what bigger finale could there be to a final chapter than winning the lottery? So here is what I wrote and hope you enjoyed my rough draft that I've only shared with a few people over the years. I'm about to call Allie as I'm sitting on a plane after leaving my cousin in Boston. I am currently on a tarmac, ironically, in Baltimore for my brief layover where for the first time in a very, very long time, I didn't need to change planes as I'm about to fly back to San Jose. As always, I'm curious to hear about her regressions slash progressions and if she has received any more insights. Today, as you know, since you're reading this book, is especially important because this is the day. Everything has led up to this moment, including the hundreds of messages just asking me to pray, believe, and have faith. I cannot express how long it feels since I first started my journey. It began with my mom over 10 years ago when she first discovered she could auto write to my dad. And to my surprise, even more, I developed this amazing gift soon after. For months, she would get these numbers where at times I would be driving to different states to pick up these stupid lottery tickets because that is what she was told I needed to do. Now, fast forward to my meeting Allie, thanks to being divinely guided by my deceased father to go to a party a few months before that I really did not want to go to since at this point I was battling a deep depression, but was where I met one of her neighbors that then connected us. I can't believe it has been only four months ago since I met my long lost soul sister. The amount we have shared and discovered about each other and also ourselves in such a short period of time to imagine my life without her by my side, hand in hand, just like the writings have so prophetically described, is unimaginable. Through her faith in me, and now more importantly in God, she began to embark on countless regressions. Can't even express the amount of time she would cry, ugh, I can't go through another one. How about you experience getting your head chopped off or being torn to pieces by a horse's doing or being gunned down as a Jew during the Holocaust amidst hundreds of bodies? My response would always be the same. I wish I could, but unfortunately, for some reason, you are the one that has to go through this. Okay, quick side note. Just had a mini epiphany as I'm actually writing this on the same plane. Seriously, so not kidding. I'm writing the last page of Allie's and my future book hours before we win the Powerball jackpot. How do you like that for my writing? Anyway, this must be how God feels for all of us when we experience pain, suffering, and what we believe unimaginable injustices at times. He would do anything to relieve us of our agony, but he knows we have to go through it to also have a better understanding of our ultimate soul's goals of love, forgiveness, and understanding. But isn't that what we do with our own children? Do we always give in to their demands? How many times do our kids say how much they hate us and wish we were dead to only discover the whole time all we were trying to do was protect and unconditionally love them? 
When we think about ourselves as God's children and remember that he is basically our dad looking out for us, doesn't it make sense why we go through the trials and tribulations of life since he ultimately knows he must eventually let us stand on our own two feet without holding us up so we can grow and learn what we need in this lifetime? So I'm gonna ask you, my fellow readers, how can we ever say God is not here for us? I hope with this book, you now know all you have to do is have faith and follow the signs because God wants more than anything for us to succeed and be the best version of ourselves. Now I'm going to tell you, just because you start doing what I recommend does not mean you're going to win the lottery. But who knows, maybe you will. But I promise you, your life will be so much better and have such greater meaning by just being aware of the signs that, as you now know, we can all call irony. Trusting our instincts and more importantly, trusting ultimately in God's love for us. Okay, I'm done with my tangent. So as I was saying, Allie, being the amazing spiritual trooper that she is, would dutifully carry on since we discovered the secret to us winning was to uncover hers and my past, either separately or together, which you will have to wait until our next book to hear about our surprising past lives and more importantly, spiritual discoveries. Because with each regression, it would help release the necessary blocks that kept us from winning in earlier drawings. Despite her having to experience vivid, horrific memories of past lives, honestly, the amount of time brutally killed is astounding. She also got to experience at times an indescribable joy when she would have the brief honor to bask in either God or Jesus's undying love in a place that most would describe as heaven, even though I didn't get to experience the regressions firsthand. Thankfully and vicariously through Allie, I developed a deeper sense of spiritual awareness, peace, and understanding, where before meeting her, at times I was wrought with fear, worry, and doubt that seemed to engulf my soul to the deepest pits of despair. After being brought to almost complete financial destitution while on this crazy spiritual journey for the last several years, where the message was always, don't worry, pray, believe, and have faith. Um, thanks for the words of encouragement, mom, dad, and God, but that is way easier to say than do, especially when I'm down to my last couple of hundred dollars and this has happened multiple times. I will admit without her, I don't know what I would have done if I had to continue much longer to follow this path alone. Her regressions, profound autotyping writings, and her also seeing the numbers to play where she would get one or two of them and then there was only two or three and then eventually down to only one or two numbers off for either Powerball or Mega Million consistently for almost every drawing over the past two months helped build my faith and also appropriately coin her as an oracle because if you have ever played the lottery, you would know to be that close every time is next to impossible. There actually was one time last month, if she played the numbers she played for Powerball instead for Mega Millions, one day before, we would have won $20,000 along the way. Seriously, not kidding. She is a freaking oracle. Again, thankfully, through her innate psychic and spiritual abilities, she helped me to believe maybe I'm not this crazy bipolar person that everyone thinks I am. By the way, I have known all along, I'm not, and just know I'm very spiritually aware where a lot of people have chosen not to be. 
since most do not understand because they have not tapped into it themselves, they are going to come up with some kind of psychiatric impairment. So if someone is calling you crazy, look deep inside yourself to find the actual truth. Now I'm being given my ultimate test and it all comes down to today where I believe from the bottom of my heart, God sent me this prayer a few weeks ago to help prove my faith. As we mentioned in an earlier chapter, Ali's Microsoft Word document got hacked a little under a month ago, and this magically showed up. I, of course, did not see the true meaning until the time was right, which was only a couple days ago. And that just goes back to when we said how important timing is. When your instinct or guides tell you to wait, you do. I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. In the same profound paragraph that Allie channeled during one of her many autotyping sessions was also written, nothing is impossible with God. And she had simply believed what the angel said. She simply believed that what God said he would do, he could do. And that's a perfect definition of faith. Then the piece de resistance on how stupid, simple faith actually is came through this last aha phrase that was also miraculously added. Do you realize it? That's as simple as we need to be for faith. I know the grammar is really poor, but apparently God figured we would pay more attention that way. So while I'm on the plane, I call Allie and here's our conversation. Hi, honey, she answers in her normal bubbly tone. Hi, I'm in Baltimore, so just have a moment, but did anything happen with your regression? Did you get anything new? Yep, and I have the numbers to play. Are they new ones? Well, I concentrated on today to see the winning numbers tonight, so I looked at the computer and I saw them. What was really strange is that I saw my whole day play out. Saw me exercising on the bike while reading Dr. Brian Weiss's book. Saw what we were going to have for dinner, so now I have to go to the store to get the ingredients. But what was really funny is I saw me picking you up at the airport. Really? You know, I had this crazy feeling that maybe I should ask you to pick me up, but I didn't want to inconvenience you. Yeah, it was the strangest thing. I totally saw me picking you up and giving you a big hug. I never even thought of picking you up, but of course I would. Well, since you saw that happening, can you pick me up around six o'clock then? Of course. By the way, my husband will probably want to come if that's okay. Sure, but did you see him in your vision? No, so best to make sure we just follow with what I saw. I agree, so I will call you when I land so you can head over. By the way, I'm flying Southwest. I knew it because I saw that too. I should have told you before you said it, but I totally saw me picking you up outside of Southwest. Wow, that's so amazing because I really had this feeling I needed you to pick me up. So let me change my original plans and I will see you tonight. After we hung up, I sat in a state of awe, reflecting on all of the profound realizations Allie and I had discovered, especially in the last week, and knowing today is 100%, without a doubt, absolutely the day. The only thing that didn't feel right was where I was sitting, so I decided to move. I was originally in 17C, which was an aisle seat overlooking the left wing. So I instinctively decided to move and finally settled on 21D, another aisle seat, but now looking over the right wing. I look out the window to my right for the first time as we're about to take off and on the runway, I see the letter U with the number one, which took me a moment to realize could actually be read as U1. 
I started to chuckle at the most apropos form of irony I could ever imagine. Seriously, can't make this up if I tried. And then began to cry, knowing God is finally giving Allie and I this amazing gift of winning the lottery so that we can help share with others how we discovered how simple and important it is to have faith. If this doesn't prove to you God exists, and we really need to strive to live a life of love, forgiveness, understanding, and I also want to add humbleness, since we all know it is basically a miracle to win the lottery, then I don't know what more to tell you. But for those that got chills from reading these last couple of pages, you, my friends, are on the right path. And I promise, Allie's and my mission in this life is to help whomever wants to learn what we have. So stay tuned. And here is the epilogue. So here's the reality of what actually transpired on November 16, 2016. I called Allie as soon as I land, and she mentions that her husband is coming with her since he was insistent on her not driving alone, which made me initially feel like, oh no, he's going to mess everything up. By the way, this fear was the most stupid and senseless way of feeling since I was told for the last couple of weeks that today was the day. And all I needed to do was to pray, believe, and have faith. I tried to brush this off in my mind and instead kept saying over and over, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. Because again, this message magically appeared after Ali's Microsoft Word got impossibly hacked a month before. So I flipped the switch in my thinking and recall this line in that same profound message. She simply believed that what God said he would do, he could do. And that's a perfect definition of faith. And go to meet Allie and her husband excited to see my soul sister. After collecting my bags and waiting for a few minutes, I see a woman jump out of a car and cross the street to the garage on the other side from where I'm standing. I think to myself, that looks a lot like Allie, but why is she going to the garage? So I tried to call and get no answer. Then I see someone who I believe is her husband driving a little ahead where I'm standing. So I try to call again and this time he answers. I explain where I am. So he drives up and Allie is not with him. I told him how I saw Allie jump out of the car and how I was really confused as to why she was doing this and tells me how the baggage claim used to be on the other side of the street. I think to myself, wow, that must have been a long time since been to the airport because it's been this way for years. As I'm about to cross the street to find Allie, she suddenly appears and looks like she's going to cross the street, but then turns back the other way when her husband and I yell Allie to stop her from going in the wrong direction again. Remember when we get off course, sometimes we need something to jolt us back. She stops in confusion, turns around and looks at us. While she starts crossing the street, she is laughing and has this big smile when we finally catch up with each other and embrace with a huge hug. She and I get in the back seat so we can chat and she whispers to me, this is exactly as she envisioned it. She knew I was flying Southwest because in her vision, she saw me across the street. Only difference was she saw me wearing a hat with a little pom-pom kind of thing, which I tell her, um, I don't wear hats because my hair can't handle it and sarcastically chuckle about it. She laughs with me, but then proceeds to tell me how she saw us also sitting in the back seat together. So she says, I guess my husband was with me in the premonition because how else could I be sitting back here with you? Which we break into huge laughter again, because we both are like, good point. That definitely would not be possible otherwise. I tell her how I have something to share with her when we're alone together. So we drop her husband off at their house 
and then she drives me back to where I live. I ask her to pull over in the shopping center along the way and tell her how I've started writing our book, and I show her the three pages that are before this one. Again, a little more myrony in that I'm starting our book by writing the ending. After I read it to her, she tells me how much she loves it, but then I tell her I also have a new name for our book. I explained to her how I originally came up with the title of Seriously, to win the lottery, I had to dance with the devil first. The thoughts behind this is because I have been known for years to say seriously. Ask any of my East and West Coast friends, what word am I known most for? And I also noticed Allie says it a lot, so it only seemed appropriate. Then a few months ago, Allie and I came up with How I Danced with the Devil, which at the time we thought was perfect, but then I remembered when I originally started writing this book over 10 years ago. I called it simply, How I Won the Lottery. So I thought it was only appropriate to incorporate it somehow. To my surprise, my document would not save because at that moment, I did not realize you couldn't save with the punctuation added. In the past, whenever I tried to save something, if there was a character that was not allowed, it would show up as an error. But for some reason, this was not happening. I tried over and over again, hoping it would work, while at the same time, I see my battery diminishing more and more, and I wanted to make sure I had enough power to share this with Allie when I could. So I frantically am trying to save this document every way I possibly can with this title. As I'm about to lose my mind, I think to myself, please save me. And the little light bulb of myrony goes off in my head as I realize what an absolutely perfect and appropriate name for this book. So I immediately put that in, save it, and shut off my computer. As I finish telling Allie about my experience, immediately after I explain how this all transpired, my computer dies at that exact moment. We look at each other and of course laugh and say, well, we definitely have our book title now, don't we? She drops me off at the house and after another huge hug, I say to her, you're ready to be a millionaire? Which she just smiles and drives off. I walk in after my amazing mental getaway to Boston with a sense of absolute peace. It was indescribable how calm I felt as I waited for the drawing to happen. I just knew. However, I then had another realization and understood, actually today is not the day but instead was the day I would understand what having absolute faith truly means. I call Allie and she is distraught because she knew we were not gonna win and was so scared to tell me because she somehow believed I would hate her. I am in shock because I couldn't imagine why she would ever think that. I tell her how ridiculous her fear is because for God's sakes, we're asking for a miracle here. But I assure her, I know it's going to happen. And what I needed to do was to get to this point of understanding true faith and now let go of control and leave it in God's hands. And when he wants us to finally win, he will let us. I continue to tell Allie, as long as you have that fear, we will never win. So I promise her, I want her to not feel so pressured and I will not ask her any more about the numbers. Instead, I will just trust in the writings that Allie will know what to do when the time is right. Allie is so relieved because she said the thought of losing me would destroy her. I tell her there is no way you can lose me because she and I are united as one, just as the channeled messages say. And we just need to trust and have faith knowing what we have both been either told or shown. I bring up the fact 
If we weren't meant to win the lottery, why do you keep receiving lottery numbers that have almost won for weeks on end? Obviously, there are more lessons for us to learn, but the current one of fear is the one we both have to let go of because you cannot have true faith if you have any fear or doubt in your heart. There is more to what I wrote in this chapter, but hope that gives you a greater understanding of what was happening during that time period. So even though we didn't win, I truly felt like I finally understood what true faith was, which is letting go of all fear. And when this happened, it was the most free I had felt since I had my incredible experience with God in May of 2015. Then the next day on November 17th, what I still consider one of the most powerful messages of all the channeled messages came out and has been titled Faith Not Fear, which I would now like to share with you. So on November 17th, 2016, here is the message. Fear is the antithesis of faith and the underlying cause of stress, anxiety, and anger. Fear is debilitating. It distorts perception and clouds rational thoughts and higher reasoning. There are three basic types of fear, phobias, what ifs, and the immediate fight or flight response to danger. The what ifs is the most destructive fear because it is based on speculation. Speculation often results in human error. The mind is paralyzed by continually analyzing scenarios of what may or may not happen. There are infinite possibilities. The what ifs keep a soul from being in the moment and learning the presented lesson. Instead of learning, there is obsession with the outcome of situations and events that haven't occurred. Fear precludes spiritual progression. Fear instigates uncharacteristic and irrational actions because of the self-induced neurotic belief that danger exists in possibilities. Fear thrives on presuppositions and potentially adverse outcomes of situations beyond our control. Fear of what ifs accomplishes nothing spiritually. It only denies learning. Fear is unproductive and based on ignorance. Fear is unhealthy mentally and physically. Fear-based stress and anxiety cause myriad health problems and thousands of deaths every year. Faith heals fear. A strong belief in God and his divinity alleviates the stress and anxiety of trying to play God. God is all-knowing and all-powerful. Put your faith in God, pay attention to the problems and situations you can positively influence, and let God manage the uncontrollable possibilities. However, in the event a large lion or tiger is stalking you for its next meal, the fight-or-flight fear response is appropriate and you should run like hell. Your life and free will is affected by another person's free will. It is an inescapable fact and one that you cannot change. Stay focused on spirituality and don't allow another's free will to throw you off your spiritual path. With God, all things are possible. Conquering fear is not an easy one-step process. You must come to terms with fear and acknowledge the debilitating effect it has on your life. Be willing to expand your awareness and allow your mind to accept the possibility that your fear may not have originated in your current lifetime. Keep an open mind and seek wisdom from those who have already crossed over the bridge of fear. Hypnosis and meditation are techniques that have been used for centuries to access the subconscious and unleash unlimited power within. 
allow your analytic mind to not judge the possibility that life may actually be a vast and continuous spiritual progression. There is so much knowledge available to you when you let go of preconceived ideas and opinions. Let God be your guide. God can jolt us out of complacency in the most unusual ways. There are profound messages and ensuing spiritual growth contained in seemingly inexplicable random events that most of us disregard as a fluke. Revelation and higher meaning become apparent as our spirituality evolves. We suddenly discover additional messages contained within the script of messages previously received. Why do we reject superior wisdom and rely on our own limited understanding and knowledge? Perhaps the answer is found in our individual interpretation of superior wisdom. Mankind frequently indulges in the glory of our own supremacy. The feeling of superiority inflates our ego, especially when others agree with our views. The question to ponder is who and what determines that any one person's knowledge and understanding is superior to another's. If you have not walked in another person's shoes and experienced their life, then your judgment is limited to the confines of your own perception. You are only one of billions of lives populating this earthly plane. Your destiny has not been preordained or scripted by God. He has given us free will, freedom of choice to determine the path our soul will travel. God observes individual choices and watches as the consequences unfold. Your spirituality can be progressive, linger in stagnancy, or fall into digression. God is always there to guide you along the path to salvation. However, he will not intercede unless you ask for his guidance. Faith is complex. What you think is a show of faith might actually be a manifestation of your doubt and questioning. Absolute faith does not question. You must implicitly trust God's ability to direct your life. You need to view failures and hardships as hurdles to overcome in order to achieve spiritual enlightenment. Faith is a belief that God knows the lessons you must learn, puts them before you, and guides you as you tackle every obstacle. Faith is an intuitive spiritual knowing that God is beside you, gently pushing you forward. Faith is trust that God will never desert you in your time of need. Faith is the belief that God will pick you up when you fall short of your spiritual goals, benevolently brush you off and set you back on the right path. God will never give up on you as long as you never stop having faith. God wants your successful spiritual progression and his patience with mankind is infinite. Doubt is human nature, but faith in God is salvation. Now, how profound and beautiful was that? I cannot even tell you how many times this message has calmed me down when I felt like my life was spiraling out of control. It is also a message that I share with all my clients of my Myrony Mentoring, so if you're interested in doing an intuitive soul session, please go to that'smyrony.com to learn more. So this is why I believe this modern miracle of winning is meant to happen on November 17th, 2021, because what better day for this to happen than on the five-year anniversary of this awe-inspiring message being channeled that is so personal, but also completely universal. As Nicole and I talked about in last week's episode, winning the lottery is not about the money, even though it will help so many in the future, and more about proof of God. 
and the validity of these messages, because how can you explain numbers given on the two-year anniversary of my experience with God wins on the five-year anniversary that faith, not fear, was brought for this world to have one day? Now, I'm only human, so this may or may not be the day, but as I've said before, I believe it is not if, but when this miracle happens, and what better day than that for it to actually come to fruition? So now we just have to wait and see if this is a day God wants also, but ultimately I leave it in his hands knowing his divine wisdom and insight knows best. So there you have the full story, even though I assure you there are many more facets to this that I will share in the future. However, for now, this will be my last episode until after the new year. I've recently taken a new job with the amazing company Spot On which you can find out more about their incredible technology and solutions for businesses of all types at spoton.com, which if you do like what you see and would like to talk about how SpotOn could help your business, please email me at aliciam at spoton.com. I am very excited with my new position because I was hired to work primarily with restaurants. Since as you know, that's my background and actually where my crazy myronic story really first started. So I have made the choice to focus all my energy on that and to do so need to take a break from recording new episodes for here. Also, I now have my new YouTube channel, which the link is below. So now I'm going to ask what all YouTubers and podcasters ask. If you can, please take the time to like and subscribe. It would mean so much and be greatly appreciated. During this podcast hiatus, I want to also upload all my past videos so that way when I do start recording again, I can have them both as podcast and videocast, since right now I only have four episodes up on YouTube. So I really got a lot of catching up to do since this is now episode 62. So to end today's episode, I just want you to know how grateful I am that you've taken the time to listen to That's My Irony, and I'm going to miss all of you so much. But while I'm away from here, please share this concept of myrony with others and post your myronic stories on social media and add hashtag that's myrony so I can see when you do. Thank you again for all your love and support since I know what I've shared in the past is beyond crazy. However, as I've said before, even though I cannot explain what has happened, I also cannot deny it. And this is my truth that I've been guided to share through this podcast knowing I'm just here as a messenger to hopefully help bring this greater awareness I have discovered that is so much bigger than just ourselves. I do not know when the next episode actually will be, but I promise there will be future ones with even more unbelievable myronies. So I'm not going to say goodbye. And instead, like I always do, see you next time and can't wait until I do. Thank you all for joining me on That's Myrony Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the Myronic stories shared today and possibly got you to connect to the Myronies in your own life. As you listen to this podcast, you'll start catching signs that are so subtle but can have the biggest impact on your life. So pay attention to that inner voice and watch the Myronies appear in your life just like the guest in my next episode. And please connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and that's myrony.com where you can share your unbelievable myronies. 
Also, if you enjoyed what you heard and can take a moment to like, comment, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting platform, it would mean so much because that is how others are able to find this podcast. Finally, please also tell your friends and family about Myrony because wouldn't it be fun to see people share their Myronies on social media in addition to their selfies? And remember, if something happens that makes you say, well, that's ironic, it's not ironic at all. It's Myronic. Now that's Myrony. See you next time.